Welcome to day 25 of Shaped by the Word, season 2, the drama of Scripture. And we do indeed come today to one of the most dramatic um, episodes in Scripture. Uh, so rich in meaning, and it uh, points to Jesus in such an incredible way. Uh, but we move from you know, the moment of Isaac's birth and the rejoicing over his birth to sometime later. And uh, here God tests Abraham by calling on him to offer his son as a whole burnt offering. And uh, we're a little bit stunned about God's request, but we're also marvel at God's provision in, in the middle of this. So before we uh, read chapter 22 together, uh, let's do as we always do. Let's uh, pause and realize that anytime we, uh, anytime we read Scripture, we have come into a, a holy moment. Uh, scripture is one of the things that we call a means of grace in God's life. It's something that He has given us. Uh, to build us up in Christ Jesus and to complete his work in us. And uh, so we certainly want to receive the grace that he has for us as we uh, read his word and uh, marvel at his character and his provision for us. So before we uh, read, I didn't tell you that I'm Paul Camp here with David Keefe and Cindy Camp and Matt Kresge uh, and Cindy Camp. Do you mind leading us in a word of prayer? No. Father, we thank you for this time. Lord, we thank you that uh, you have given us all that we need for life and for godliness and that you do provide so, so well, so perfectly. So, Father, we just would ask during this time that, again, you would provide for us by your Spirit just all that we need in your Scripture today and that um, it would be Scripture that would um, build us up and encourage us, Father, and in some ways even convict us of sin. So we thank you for this time. In Christ's name, amen. Genesis 22, sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and he loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son, Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and he saw the place in the distance. He said to his, his servants, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and he placed it on his son Isaac. And he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and he arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and he laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and he took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham. Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your own son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in the thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. 
the angel of the Lord called Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring all the nations on the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Then Abraham returned to his servants, and they set off together for Beersheba, and Abraham stayed in Beersheba. An incredible scene, as I said earlier, our breath is taken away, as Abraham's must have been as well. Uh, when we see this treasured son whom they've labored so long for, and there's been so many misfires, you know, along the way, as Abraham looks, you know, to Lot, maybe Abimelech, uh, you know, to Ishmael, uh, you know, as, as, as you know, as his inheritance, and finally God gives him a son through Sarah, and then God says, "Give him back, offer him to me, offer him as a as a full burnt offering," and of course, a burnt offering as a an offering in which every part of you know the sacrifices is consumed, and uh, Abraham obeys the Lord in a stunning act of obedience. And it's here that uh, uh, we see a picture of God's provision uh, for the ultimate sacrifice that we'll find in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, what are some of the things that stand out as you read this passage? I think initially for me, um, I mean, this is one of those passages we read. Uh, and we just marvel at it. we're like man this really does point us to Jesus and, and you forget just how much is, is wrapped up in this moment for Abraham but also you know we read it with the end in mind knowing the outcome you know mm-hmm. that Abraham's going to go and he's going to come back I mean what an intense and grueling moment this would have been as the Lord calls Abraham to go again you know, he's called him to go before and Abraham goes but now he calls him to go again and take your son the son whom the whole promise is wrapped up in and go and sacrifice him. And I mean, no assurance that he's going to come down, but we see those hints of faith along the way where mm-hmm. you know, Abraham, you know, later we'll find out, and the author of Hebrews will tell us, you know, Abraham believed that he could even resurrect And God would give his son back. Um, and, you know, that uh, Abraham had known, you know, that God was going to fulfill the yeah. promises through Isaac, and he knew that somehow, even in the middle of this very desperate situation, that God would be true to his promises. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that's pretty incredible. Of course, if you want to personalize the text, you know, think about, you know, for those of you who have children, how precious they are to you and uh, how hard it would be uh, under any circumstances to, uh, to not only lose them but to give them up. And uh, this, is, this is a stunning ask. And, and, of course, you hear in God's request an echo, uh, you know, that you'll later hear in the New Testament, and God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, and of course we are uh, transposed to another mountain where God said, this is my son, my son whom I love, hear him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we know that God, uh, what he ultimately does not ask Abraham to do, he, he did for us. He gave his son, his only son, whom he loved, so that through him uh, we could have the provision of God's sacrifice, atoning sacrifice. And I would have to say kind of tied um, to even what Matt said, that while Abraham had no idea how God would fulfill his promise, um, you know, it was just that he knew God was that promise keeper. And I feel like even for us, 
we have this narrative. So we have the beginning and the end, and we know how this is going to end for us. And I feel oftentimes that that's, um, you know, kind of where we step out in faith too, is because we too um, have the great blessing of knowing how our story ends and how this story ends. We, that, yeah, you know, we, we, we gives do. Gives us confidence yeah, to be Yeah, we absolutely obedient. do. But, uh, you know, we find ourselves, you know, reading this text at a safe distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and many of our crises, you know, uh, it'd be hard to, you know, hard to say that, you know, anything this big, you know, has ever been asked, you know, if, if, you know or is, is very seldom asked of, you know, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, but in a moment, it's deeply horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, and it's deeply challenging. We've kind of, you know, spoken through what Abraham's going through, but you can also kind of see Isaac putting some of these pieces together as they're kind of traveling for a few days and they're they're heading up the mountain he's like hey dad you know we <laughs> we got the fire we, we've got the wood but you know where's the lamb and um who knows what's going through his mind there but obviously love what abraham says in verse eight you know god himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering my son and then and the two went up together yeah mm-hmm. And of course, you do see a you know a hint of um, mm-hmm. a hint of Abraham's faith when he tells his servants, "We'll be back. We're going to go worship God, and we'll be back." And of course, there's two ways to read it. He's just being a little bit you know deceitful about what happens, but he honestly has faith. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll be back somehow. You know, we'll come back. You know, from this, I you know even verse six to me, you know, I I kind of. And I like the echo that you know, of, of what would later happen in the New Testament. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac. And of course, mm-hmm. it's exactly what that cross beam would have been placed on the back of Jesus mm-hmm. uh, as he paraded through the city. And uh, he would be uh, the lamb, mm-hmm. you know, that the mm-hmm. Lord provides. Book of Chronicles, you know, tells us, you know, that um, uh, the temple of the Lord is ultimately built on this on this mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, you know, the, the only thing we have here is a, is a region mm-hmm. and a mountain, you know, that God, you know, was show showing. But the Book of Chronicles tells us the temple is built on a mount which is called Moriah, mm-hmm. and it brings it, you know, back, you know, to this, you know, to this, you know, very place. Mm-hmm. And then you have that little saying, you know, there at the end. It is said to this very day that on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. Mm-hmm. And, and you may have an echo of a later temple period mm-hmm. where uh, you have the temple standing mm-hmm. there and you said the provision of the Lord uh, is on this mountain. And of course, it would have been on one of those mountains in this region, in the land, you know, that God was showing Abraham uh, where Jesus was actually crucified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many allusions, and, or mm-hmm. in, not even maybe allusions, I mean, specific images mm-hmm. that we find. You, you mm-hmm. know, Isaac's question, where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Mm-hmm. I mean, you think of, you could almost summarize the message of the Bible, you know, where is the lamb? And John's mm-hmm. saying, behold, you know, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Um, but I love reading this account at times. It's like, well, where's Sarah? You know, there's no chance Sarah's hearing about this initially. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I, I love... We're going to be gone for a few days. <laughs> yeah. uh, a little don't, camp out. Don't camping. tell Sarah. Yeah. Man trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think sometimes we read this account too and we think yeah. of it as just like it was a quick moment of faith for Abraham where he, he took Isaac and it was a... This would have been a journey. I mean, mm. this isn't just a, a quick, mm-hmm. you know, 10-minute hike up a mountain and you're back. This... You, this would have been reflecting on God. Why, you know, mm-hmm. I trust you, yeah, and, give, and yeah. having to enter into the character of God despite not being able to see mm-hmm. the the fullness of the circumstances and how much of, of our. Mm-hmm. I mean, even now we're you know two years into the cultural moment that we're in, and mm-hmm. 
and how I mean how much you know it's just we, we enter into the character to the heart of God saying hey we don't fully see behind the scenes we don't get the view behind the right. curtain but we know the God who's who's in control and the God who's sovereign and we're seeing that played out as Abraham continues to trust the Lord to walk faithfully with him and um, and the Lord continues to be faithful no, it's it's of course we, you know here we're told it's a three day journey. If we use the you know markers in the text, it's about a 50, 50 mile journey, and you can imagine every step of the way just kind of a lump you know going yeah. in Abram's you know throat as he's working you know working this out. But you see him faithful, you know every step of the way and hearing the word of the Lord and getting up and uh, making provisions and moving up into you know, the mountain and uh, it's a. Uh, an incredible story but it's not just kind of happening in an instant you know even you know in revelation or sorry in hebrews 11 when we read about you know abraham believed god raised from the dead it's right before that when it also tells us that you know abraham had embraced the promises of god mm-hmm. um that he had come to this i guess point in his life where he maybe even on that journey who knows but he had embraced the promises of god and had fully taken them to heart and and, and fully believed them which is what we see him living out here no, and, and, and we, you know, there's a couple of things that we can't overlook here. That, uh, in in many senses, the same, uh, you know, the same, uh, you know, the same invitation is offered, you know, to us. It's offered to Abraham here. Will you love the gifts that I have given you more than you love me? And and can you you hold those with an open hand? And of course, you know we're we're confronted with the whole idea of our own idolatries, those things which we love, those things which we really love that are very precious to us, and you know we can easily hold them and you know kind of hold on to our relationship with God as well. But when it comes down to it, do we love God more when we love the gifts of God? And so that is, you know, a huge challenge to us, you know, in this text. Mm-hmm. And I like to think of uh, Jesus as the greater Abraham. And in verse 18, we see that all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Yeah, there's there's a nice little uh, play in the Hebrew text. You know, in verse 17, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of your enemy. That That's your seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you, you can, you know, obviously see it in the first instance, or descendants in the first instance, or all the people of Abraham. But seed can be either plural or singular. So your seed, singular, will conquer mm-hmm. his enemies, which is back to the promise, you know, that we have in Genesis 3 that uh, your seed will, uh, uh, you know, uh, speaking to the serpent, uh, there'll be enmity between yeah. your seed and the seed of the woman. Uh, you will uh, strike his heel and he will bruise your head. And so mm-hmm. the ultimate victory of the seed. And you see that you know, coming through in here. And, and Paul does make a play on that in Galatians. Not yeah. seeds, but the one seed right. through mm-hmm. which it's all been. And, and it comes you know, directly from this text. Mm-hmm. So it is, a, it is a fantastic text. And it does remind us that on the mountain of the Lord he will provide. And we embrace us with the words of the Paul he who did not spare his own son his only son whom he loved but gave him freely for us all how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things mm-hmm. and it's not just simply the sacrifice of his son but the blessing that comes through that son mm-hmm. uh, given to us as well Matt do you mind closing us with a word of prayer yeah let's pray Father we thank you that you are a God of grace we thank you that as we read Genesis 22, we're reminded um, 
not just of the, of the faith of Abraham a long time ago, but we're reminded of the provision that we have in Christ Jesus, that you did not spare your, your only son, but you freely gave him up that we may um, receive all things in Christ Jesus. Father, we, we ask um, that we would live into that reality. Thank you that you've given us everything we need for a life of godliness. Um, Father, would we faithfully walk with you, trust you, um, obey you. Thank you that we have entered into to fellowship with you because of what Christ has done on our behalf. Uh, Father, would we enjoy the realities of that? Would you be glorified through us? Um, help us to worship you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.